Facebook versus Google in advertising? I would say that these these two platforms are extremely uh, different in the sell cycle of a purchase. So to make it simple, Google is a search platform and Facebook is a discovery platform. So how do you search something? Bonjour. Hello, everyone. I'm Nata, host of the Nata PR School podcast. You're a successful entrepreneur or marketing manager, and you're about to launch a new product or service, or you've been selling your goods for quite some time, but you want to learn how to increase your visibility, get known, and reach more clients? At Nata PR, we deal with real clients every day, and we'll teach you simple, fun, and honest PR solutions. You'll learn easy steps to combine PR to social media right now. Keep listening and let's get started. Bonjour, hello, and welcome to episode 125. Yes, the 125th episode of the Nada PR School podcast. Today, I'm thrilled because I have an, an, an incredible guest, you'll see. His name is Antoine Gagné. Antoine is really, um, he was a really young entrepreneur. Um, he started super young. You'll, I'll let him explain and tell a little bit more about uh, how he started in business. He launched J7 Media. And when it first launched it, it was called Jour 7 Communication, but you will find him under J7, like the letter J and number 7 Media, uh, that he founded in 2012. Antoine is a real expert, like you see very few, <laughs> really, in social media management. And J7 Media has evolved over the years to become really specialized in Facebook, so they J7 is 100%, let's say, specialized in Facebook advertising uh, since 2017. But I know you, you, you will tell you that they bought other uh, agencies, so they have other services, but, you know, they are expert in Facebook, know that. Um, this specialization in uh, Facebook allowed them really to generate more than $30 million dollars uh, in, annually in Facebook advertising. And, of course, since then, Facebook has decided to put on their own website three case studies uh, from J7 Media. And they have this incredible um, certification. Um, they call that the badge. Uh, and it's, it used to be called the Facebook uh, Marketing Badge uh, or the Meta Business Partner Badge <laughs> that I find amazing that they received in 2018. Like me, is crazy about podcasts and Antoine, listen to this, is hosting every week three weekly podcasts. The first one is called Hyper Croissance. In French, it's Hyper Croissance, Hyper Growth. And it's a podcast that's 100% for business people. I, I was even invited. This is how I discovered uh, Antoine. If you want to go listen to the podcast, I'm his guest on episode 58. I think now you're close to 200 episodes since then. Um, they have another podcast called Social Selling. And of course, this one is uh, specialized on Facebook. And they have another one, a new one called Commerce Elite, Elite Commercial, Elite Commerce. No, it's business. It would be like Elite Business, I guess. It must be a French podcast. 100% e-commerce uh, oriented podcast. So thank you for accepting my invitation, Antoine Gagné. <laughs> That's my pleasure, Natalie. I'm very happy to be with you today. 
<laughs> I always ask my guests one question, the first question, more than one question, of course, but the first one is always, who is Antoine Gagné? Yeah, uh, I would say I'm a, I'm a business geek. Uh, I'm, I'm, I really love business. I'm, I've been passionate about business for a while now. Like you, like you mentioned earlier, I started in business in 2012. I was 18 at that time. I, you know, I was hosting events a little bit earlier in my life when I was 16, 17 in different nightclubs in my, uh, in the city where I was born. I have been able with with these uh, with these events to attract people to my um, to my evenings with social media. I was using a lot of of social media, Facebook events at that time, and I realized that if I'm able to build this expertise with different events, maybe other companies would be interested in these services as well. So that's where Jourset Communication at that time have been launched. Uh, we were doing social media management for roughly five years between 2012 and 2017. And then, you know, we've been able to see that organic reach was declining at that time. It was hard to reach customer to generate results for our clients as well. So in 2017, we decided to use the expertise that we had at that time, but we but to add a little bit more to what we were already doing. And at that time, we we didn't know exactly how to manage um, advertising, how to manage media. And we decided to learn how we can run Facebook ads at that time. And we were already um, good in content creation, but by adding advertisings to content creation, that's where we thought that we could be a bit better. That's what we did. At that time, we changed the name from Jour Cette Communication to J7 Media. And from then, we... Uh, specialized, we did everything to be extremely specialized in Facebook advertising, especially for e-commerce companies. And from 2017, I would say to 2022, so basically at the end of the year, uh, we grew the company quite a lot. We're now 40 people inside the agency. And since, you know, I just told you that most of our clients were e-commerce companies, uh, they told us uh, throughout the years that, hey, are you offering email marketing? Are you offering Google ad services? And by hearing what our clients were telling us, we decided to go and acquire other companies. So a year ago in October 2021, we acquired partially a, another agency, um, which uh, was doing Google ads at that time. We integrated this company into our own agency. We also decided a couple of years ago to launch email marketing services. We launched also our own video studio and and at that time, we realized, okay, we have J7 Media on the left. All these other services, are they related to J7 Media or should they get a different entity? And we decided that it could be better to separate our companies. So we have on the left now, J7 Media, which is a purely Facebook advertising agency. And on the right, Pure Commerce, which is another agency purely specialized here in uh, helping e-commerce owners growing their, their company. And since we like businesses as well, we also decided to acquire a couple of e-com brand. Uh, we have one right now where we're in discussion to acquire two others. And we, we like that because we're able now to be on the agency side, but also on the client side. And it gives us way, way more, I would say, skin in the game, understanding on what it is to manage an inventory, uh, manage different budget, because it's totally different to manage service companies and, and 
e-com companies. So that's what I do. And like you mentioned, I'm a very passionate person around podcasting. I host three podcasts that, uh, so basically it's one podcast every, every, every day of the week from Monday to Friday. And if I may say, if I may say, so since you have kind of three entities, you have one podcast per entity. <laughs> yeah, roughly we could say something like that. Yeah, we have, we have a lot of content. We, we, we create a lot of content. We like that. And we think it's extremely, extremely powerful as well to acquire more businesses and to get more people into, into what you do. Yeah, you're increasing your value in the sense that you know what it is to sell. It's, it's, this is so interesting. This is what I tell my clients now that I have my, uh, I created a, serv- a new service at the agency called the Nata PR School too. So I'm selling, I have a package also that I sell for, um, let's say, solopreneurs, smaller enterprises who wants to understand what it is and do a little PR, like include some PR in their marketing plan and uh, changes everything when you're uh, you're spending your own money to advertise. <laughs> yeah, but that's interesting. Wow, I love that. And I was just curious too, um, so what, what else do you do? What are the best practices um, at J7 Media to uh, keep being uh, seen and uh, uh, what's the type of a promotion you're doing and what do you plan to do uh, in the, the coming months? We've been quite lazy in the past few years regarding uh, how we can acquire more clients. We obviously create a lot of content, like I told you, but we were not uh, trying to, you know, go and talk to potential mm-hmm. customers. We were only because they were finding you. They were finding you through through your podcast, I guess, and online if they were looking for it. A- you got it, and and we thought that that that's what you know companies should do, right? Wait and see that. Maybe you will get more clients. And we realized that a lot of people were listening to our podcast, but you know they were not going to just fill out the form on our website or call us to work with us. So we decided this year to create a small sales team and to start to outreach potential customer that could be extremely great in our client base. And Like in the good old days, have like real humans <laughs> doing some cold calls. Like in the good old days, exactly, outreaching people. You got it, and and we've been extremely uh, surprised by the 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 response because a lot of people were telling us, "Hey, we've been knowing you for a while now. We were uh, we we're interested to get a call with you and to go on a meeting with you." And then from there, we realized that we were leaving so much money on the table by not doing that. So I would say the big big thing this year that I I, I learned and I could share with your audience is if you're generating content or if on the flip side, you're already having a sales team, try to mix both. Try to mix both My content marketing mixed with sales outreach is extremely, extremely powerful. You would be surprised how fast you can grow by doing that, uh, which kind of customer you can get by doing that. Because, you know, it's not everyone who's waiting uh, and are looking for you and are going to fill out a form on your website. But they could clearly get a call with you and get a meeting with you. And from there, discussion happen and maybe deals can happen. So I, that, that's one of the big learning that I did this year is mixing content marketing and outreach is extremely powerful. And, and it, it is something that we're going to increase in terms of capacity in 2023. I strongly believe in that because, as I mentioned, because we record, recorded a French version of this podcast for those who really want to compare, uh, you could go listen to the French one, but we talk about the same subjects. And uh, But this is what I we do at the agency because of, of 
you know, my, my generation, I'm from Ge Generation X, and my business partner is a typical millennial, is based out of Toronto and manages our U.S. teams. And between him and I, this is what I say, it's the best of both worlds, because some, as, as I mentioned, uh, sometimes we have those, I know that we used to do, let's say, one-on-one uh, -on -one meetings, like desk sides, we used to go to newsroom, so, and we decided to ad adapt this form of meetings uh, virtually, for example. So anyway, all this to say that I think knowing what was working in the past and now you have a, a sales team that's so interesting. I love that. <laughs> and at the end of the day, we're humans, right? So Exactly. We need to talk with people. Yeah. And probably, you know, there are many businessmen, clients that I know, and this is why uh, also by having the podcast and I'm a learner. I love to learn. So I always like do some training. So I, I know a lot about social media, of course, because it's part of our life. And as I'll say all the time, even if you don't like it, it's not going to disappear. So you better know yeah. how, what TikTok is doing because, you know, it's not going to disappear, right? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm, I'm able to translate to, let's say, the generation above me that are still, uh, you know, many owners are older than I. And you're right, they're, they're not the, the ones who are going to fill up the, 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 the form on your website. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for you to call them. This is so interesting. I love that. Yeah. So what, you, what are you going to do with your clients uh, this year? So you opened the door just before answering for, yours, for your agency. Is there anything specific you see coming and that you, uh, you're going to be doing more? Yeah, from a very high-level perspective, I think it's, it, it's, it's important to understand what happened in the you know, digital marketing ecosystem in the past, let's say, 18 months. So in April of 2021, a lot of things changed in advertising since Apple released True. their uh, their ATT, which is called App Tracking Transparency. Basically, they now give the chance to the end consumer to say yes or no uh, if they want to be tracked when they leave an app. Uh, an app can be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, name it. And this, uh, as goods, but also for marketers, advertisers, companies that want to grow small businesses, it has been extremely, extremely hard because um, compared to what we saw in, let's say, 2018, 19, 2020, we were able to see exactly what kind of return and investment we were getting when we were investing in Facebook, Google, and these other platforms. Now, so it's way harder than before. So what we've been able to see this year is you need to go back to principles, fundamentals uh, regarding marketing. So instead of looking at every platforms and every dollar invested and see how much you got from it, uh, it's still extremely important to you know calculate your different ratio. Of course, measure everything. Of course, of course, yeah. But have a better, a larger vision maybe, yeah? Yeah, exactly. But you do not have the same tools that you had before to see if this ad performed better than this ad. Obviously, there are things that are, uh, that are out there giving you more information, but the point is it's harder than before. So you need to look at what we do call MER, Marketing Efficiency Ratio, which is uh, extremely it, it, more, more simple to understand. So basically, you look at your top line revenue and you divide it by your marketing investment you, and you try to 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 see these these ratios. So this is one of the things that that's we, what we used to do back in the days. <laughs> exactly, and I, I I still 
And I think that it's going back a bit there. Platforms are able to give you information, but they are not able to give you the same information as before. They perform. Some people think, yeah, it's not performing. Like Facebook ad is not working as as before. It's not that it's not working. It's, it's still super powerful. It's just you don't have all the little information about who you're reaching at the end of the day. We, we, exactly, we could say it like that. So it's, it's, it's true that we don't have the same information. So, so this is one of the things to keep in mind. So obviously make sure that you get healthy return on investment, but it will be hard for you to understand everything. I'm just telling you, like there are tools out there giving you this info, but it will not be the same as before. I would also say that since we're in the uh, direct to consumer businesses, e-commerce, online companies, um, it's, you know, it's like, if we go back, I, I've been in an event, uh, I, I think three months ago in San Francisco, where it was an event hosted by Meta. And I had the chance to discuss with a lot of different business owners. And we also had the chance to discuss with the CTO of Meta and, 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 and gave us really great information. And he told us that one of the biggest mistakes that they did at Meta in 2022 or 2021, I would say, is they thought that this incredible growth that they had during COVID would continue after COVID, right? We know it's not the case. Let's be honest, all these big tech companies did the same mistake. Amazon, Google, Facebook. That's why we see so so many problems right now. It's basically a bloodbath in the tech. Yeah, it's a bloodbath in the tech space right now. A lot of people are losing their job and obviously stock market is going down in this in this space. And basically I'm telling you that because they thought it would continue to grow at the same pace it didn't and now what's what's happening is people are going back in stores people are traveling again people are doing great you know the great things that we were doing in the past and buying things online is still a thing but it's not the same as covid where it was the only thing that we would do I know, I know many of our clients are experiencing the same thing and they had to let people go because they were also thinking they would keep selling online. But it was interesting for some other companies, some other clients that we have, let's say they were selling in pharmacies and uh, in a Canadian market, well, back before the pandemic, they didn't like, pharmacies didn't really like when you were, they were selling online. So of course, during the pandemic, everything was open. So for many uh, of our clients, that was super beneficial. But you're right, when the stores reopen, you know, when all the pharmacies reopen, people wanted to go back and live an experience also in store and touch the product, feel the product. So there's kind of a still, there's still a mix now. But you're right, we, nobody knew, like uh, it was such a big thing, the pandemic, like- Nobody could know, nobody could know. No, we didn't know that, you know, would people go back and buy in store or now that they found that they can have everything delivered at home, will that be a trend that keeps growing? And just so you know, and this is interesting too, because where it, it keeps growing, it's for the uh, traditional media that are all online. If you look at any uh, New York Times, uh, Le Monde, uh, the Globe and Mail, their reach are just like exploding online. So this is why this is why our job is becoming amazing because <laughs> more than eighty percent of our results are online. So and we'll see what's going to happen. I think it's it helped them quite a bit. Many of them were struggling, of course. Uh, it's a story. No, we're not going to go through what's happening there. But that they had this. Uh, let's say, advantage that they are keeping. It's really interesting. We see it in the numbers when we look at the, their, their readerships and the number of people going on, on there on these platforms. And anyway, so it's interesting to see that uh, how beneficial it was, but 
of course, there's always, this is human, I guess, and there's always like, yeah, <laughs> let's say we move two step back and then we move forward. There's, there will be an, a new, um, let's say, I don't know, equilibrium eventually in, in the market. So what do you think it's going to happen in, in, in the next 12 months in two, 2023? <laughs> yeah, so, so, so I would say based on that, what's happening in, in advertising, let's say, is it's extremely important that you do not only look at the return that you're getting from the sales that are going to occur on your website. I think uh, a lot of the media investment right now online will have an impact on your store. If you obviously have a store, if you sales on other boutiques, uh, it, it will have an impact. So it's important right now to really look, really look at it as an ecosystem that you're building on, compared to what we had in the past where it was like, direct channel, an ad, a sales. Obviously, a lot of things like that still happen, but it's important to look at it very from an overall perspective based on the things that I just told you earlier. So I think it's important to keep that in mind. And for 2023, I would say that people will still buy things online. People will still buy things in store. Uh, I think the thing that a lot of people are worried about right now is the recession, which I think is the case. We are in a recession, we can... Uh, we can say it, we are in it, even if no, they don't really announce it. It's not official, but we are in it, for sure. We can see it in the States uh, with what's happening with the tech industry, other companies. Uh, I think that the, buy, the buying power of the end consumer is going down. So it's important to, I think, have cash in hands. Uh, I, I would say if we're a company or any uh, sort of, of, of companies that want to grow, be uh, intelligent in your investment. Do not be scared. Invest in things that you truly believe. But on the flip side, uh, since the dollar is a little bit more expensive right now to with all these interests, I think it's important to have a little bit more cash in hand. So I would say any companies, entrepreneurs, marketers, be very strict and very responsible with the tests and the investment that you're doing in terms of advertising. You do not have the same, I would say, bandwidth, flexibility to test all the things that you were maybe doing when uh, money was floating all around with the govern give, government giving money away. So I think these things are important to, to, to consider because these are cycles and we're going in a down cycle now, which is normal. It happens every few years. But now... Be smart with your investment, but do not be scared as well. Because if you're scared, maybe your competitors will be a bit more aggressive than you and they will get more market share. But that's a good point now that we've been through COVID. What I can share also with you and with uh, our listeners is stay there. Like don't cut everything. Don't cut all your ad money, your PR money. You know why? Because many, many are going to do it. And we've seen it during the pandemic. I was able to convince most of our clients to stay. Uh, we made them like a specific offer. We said, stay on board. Let's go see what, you know, let's do it. I was doing three-month plan at the, at the beginning of the pandemic. Then, you know, we end up doing weekly plans. But the fact that they were still there, we had so many amazing occasions of visibility that they would have never got before. And it, they still benefit from that. So you and I, we know, of course, we're preaching for our own uh, <laughs> own church, but this is true. If you stay there, it doesn't mean to spend like a lot crazy money, but try to be as stay visible, right? Stay out there. Yeah, no, it's important. It would be very, very dramatic for your company if you totally disappear. On the flip side, just be smart with your investment. I think you don't you don't necessarily have the same capacity in terms of testing, but 
uh, disappearing would be even worse than doing a test that do not work at the end of the day. So I think you need to find a good balance between both. Yeah. I'm just curious now that you're an online retailer, <laughs> you have any plan to open a physical store, like a, a brick and mortar, brick and mortar store eventually? <laughs> I, I look, we, I don't know. Uh, we never say never. I think I'm very, very interested in in, in buy, buying and acquiring other companies. Uh, that's something that I like. That's something that I want to do in 2023 as well. I don't know if I do have the expertise in. Retail, uh, I would I would stick to online for a couple of years, but we never know. Maybe at some point I would sell stuff uh, in stores as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the, in the future years. Um, so, just to um, wrap up, so what can we wish you uh, in this new year? I would say health. Uh, mm-hmm. Health is always the most important thing for me, my family, my colleagues, my friends. I think uh, usually when you when health is there, everything falls apart. You know, falls in line after. Sorry. Uh, so, so yeah, health. I wish you the same. Actually, and Natalie, I think it's uh, extremely important. Thank you. Yes. So this is so true. We we forget it, but it's it's the number one thing. If you're not healthy, you cannot you know realize your dreams. Hmm. They say that a unhealthy person or someone that has you know a very bad disease only wish one thing and someone who's healthy wish a thousand things. So I think it's always important to keep that in mind. So true. So I wish you the same for, for sure, health. And um, so if we want to find you, I'm going to put the, uh, the, the the link of the agency. You told LinkedIn too, so I'm going to put all the links below this. So LinkedIn is where you... Yeah, LinkedIn websites is the perfect. I think Podcasts will be a bit harder because they are in French, but uh um, oh, the three of them are in French. Yeah, the three of them oh. are in French. So if you talk, if you speak French, that could be interesting. But other than that, I I, I would say our website, J7 Media, Pure Commerce as well. Uh, that's the best place to find me. And LinkedIn. So I'll put the LinkedIn link. Yeah. And uh, you have a lot to say about LinkedIn. I'm going to reinvite you one day to talk about LinkedIn. Oh yeah, I love LinkedIn. That's my favorite social media platform. Even though as I run a Facebook advertising agency. <laughs> oh, my last question was, I didn't ask you that in the French podcast, but Facebook versus Google in advertising? I would say that these, these two platforms are extremely uh, different in the sell cycle of a purchase. So to make it simple, Google is a search platform and Facebook is a discovery platform. So how do you search something by discovering something before, right? So it's important to understand that they do not, like these two platforms are extremely important in the sales cycle, but they will not be as important as in the same moment. So if you're able Mm -hmm. to understand that in the uh, customer journey of your own customer, I think you'll, you'll have a lot of success. Oh, that's so interesting. Well, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. I could speak with you for hours and ask you tons of questions, but I'll reserve. The, I'll re- invite you again for sure. So thank you so much for sharing all this knowledge with our listeners. And I hope this little PR break really inspired you. And if you want to know more about uh, what uh, J7 can do for you, so all the links are below. Um, and I hope you'll be joining me next week. À la semaine prochaine. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, Nathalie. <laughs> Merci. Hey, you want to learn more about how to implement PR strategies? Head on to nadapr.com and get on our list. You will also receive the Nada PR model on how to create a successful PR campaign. If you want to become a client, just send us an email to nada at nadapr.com. Talk to you next week. À la semaine prochaine.